I've got this on in, in, in the kitchen while making Mark's dinner. <laughs> what are you cooking for chicken him? Chicken casserole today. Oh, uh, okay. Chicken casserole. Started doing his lunches. Oh, no, hold on. We did his lunches before this started happening, so it sort of worked quite well. Yeah. Sort of offered it to his children. He's 96, yeah. so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. He's a, he doesn't want to be doing a lot, does he? If he yeah. likes playing our piano, he's missing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so he's good. got a mashed potato and cauliflower and beans. Nice. Do yeah. you just sort of drop it on the doorstep then and then drive off? Well, to be honest, he likes me going in, but he stands back. Yeah. He's <laughs> a little naughty. I found it's a bit awkward doing things that are runny because they spill in my car right. <laughs> as I'm driving along. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Two Metres Apart podcast. I recorded this episode a couple of days ago when the date was the 8th of April 2020 and we're currently two weeks into a lockdown in the UK. In this podcast series I'm hoping to speak to a few key people who are still out there working, doing important jobs for the country and also kind of explore some of the effects that this lockdown has had. For example, I am now furloughed for my job, which is partly why I'm now suddenly starting this podcast. Initially, I felt quite sorry for myself, but then I realised a lot of the people in my immediate family are doing very important jobs and, and going through their own kind of difficult situations because of this. So I thought it'd be interesting to talk to a few of those people. In this first episode, I'm speaking to my dad, Richard Stockdale, who runs a country pub called the White Hart Inn in Tetford. It's a family-run pub, and it's also run with my stepmother, Nikki, and my stepsister, Danielle, and my brother, Jake. Part of this lockdown has meant that pubs have had to close, and I thought it'd be interesting to talk to someone about what impact that has had. And dad, in particular, he has managed to convert the business into a takeaway and shop delivery system. So he's delivering supplies to other people in the village and he's also delivering food to them. I checked in with him as he was preparing some of the shopping orders for that day. Yeah. I need to get a um, brown, uh, uh, old-fashioned smart donut. Yeah, like a kind of classic <laughs> shopkeeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This used to be the tea room. Yeah. So uh, where people would have their breakfast when they were staying here. I don't know on site so now uh, now it's a grocery uh, village shop warehouse yeah where we pack everything before the orders go out so just so, trying to find a box of all the things send it out in the car uh, yeah yeah so uh, what a very strong box because it it all seems to be this uh, Alpro soya milk we serve all right Used to sell Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many orders have you got today to do? I think I've got. I think I've got five. Right. But um, I'm just delivering in me uh, in my car. So you say you've got five orders today. Is that just for shopping, yeah. or is that including like takeaway meals? Oh no, I've just done just done that um, mark that, that was cooking for earlier. Yeah. Um, have you found it an easy transition to make going from pub to well, I don't know how you'd class it now uh, takeaway shop warehouse 
Yeah, it's, uh, I say, because we, we, we're doing stuff with a shop to start with, it wasn't too bad. It's obviously, you know, quite quite a difference because it's on a scale that's massive compared to what we were doing. Yeah. Do you think people are getting um, full big shops from you, or is it just like kind of top up ones to get them through the week? Oh, they're for Katie. Uh, I think they're full shops. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, I was thinking that the village itself is quite a uh, weird situation. I imagine because a lot of the people there are a bit older, and you haven't, you know, you haven't got like a shop. You know, like a big Tesco or something, really close. Well, I think people no. have kind of started to rely on you a bit. To yeah, yeah, they definitely have. Yeah, it's quite nice though, because a lot of the people I know, so I know where they live, and I suppose you're checking up on them at the same time, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So uh, if they're okay. Obviously, the situation I'm in, I've been furloughed, and a lot of other companies are doing stuff like that. But have you found because it's kind of like a family-run business? It's there's nothing like as official as <laughs> you're not working now. But obviously, Jay can't be like doing the bar as much. I imagine like Danielle can't be in the kitchen. Yeah. How, how have you found that? Have they have they been wanting to help out? Yeah, Jake. Jake's been helping a little bit, but of course he's been at college, so he's right. So he he he, he couldn't work that much before and we didn't have much to do because um, our business is fairly seasonal so yeah. during the winter we were running running on quite a low level you know what I mean yeah so um, um, when it came to the we were just starting to pick up before the uh, everything got shut down so it's yeah up, really so yeah, the timing wasn't good, is it? Well, yeah, but I suppose that's when, you know, when these things hit into the blues, they tend to hit in the winter, don't they? So, yeah. Um, Were you, um, when Boris originally announced that, he, you know, he was telling people not to go to pubs, but he didn't officially ask pubs to close, how did you feel uh, about that? Well, it, it, it was a bit awkward, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, uh, it didn't feel like being in such a r- rural sort of place, it was really affecting us, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, sort of, it felt like it was all in London, didn't it? And yeah. Abroad. So, so um, uh, yeah, the things that we were, that we were doing were... Didn't feel like they were affecting us in the same way, you know what I mean? Yeah, but to then, um, yeah, to then have the kind of big shutdown of your business, I imagine it's not. <laughs> no, it was a shock. Yeah, it was a big yeah. shock. Yeah, and then, yeah, it was. Yeah. Do you think they've um, announced enough kind of measures now that you feel like you'll get through it? Okay. It's going to struggle because they've offered this grant scheme for small pubs. Um, mm. It sounds like we'll qualify, but how long is it going to take to to come through? It, yeah, it, it's still a worry. 
and um, and and the amount they've done, I just think wondering whether they're going to be shut for a lot longer than what they say. Should be a few months. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't be surprised if we we're shut for six months. And yeah, it's going to be a long while, and that that grant money is it enough to? You've got to be careful with it. Um, can't just squander it. Hmm. I think you said she's looking after it, my wife. So. Right. Um, Have you? Yeah. Um, um, is stuff like the uh, mortgage, whatever they call it, the mortgage holiday, is it? Yeah, is well, stuff like that going to help? Well, you have to apply for all that, don't you? So, right. It, it, Nikki's tried. Should I refer to her as my wife? <laughs> I said, um, do whatever you want. Yeah. So, so, so my wife's applied for the for the, for the mortgage holiday, and yeah. you just wonder whether the banks are have been a bit uh, resistant to uh, doing things quickly as well. Yeah. Answer if you want. Which Jill's will be on for ages. We'll <laughs> get it upstairs. She's answering the phone mainly because she can't she can't leave at all. She's one of the vulnerables. Right. Um, yeah, I did wonder. The landlady, my wife. So she's 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 answering the phone more, and I'm yeah. doing the running around. So are you like doing it. all? Are you doing all of the cooking in the minute then? I'm not doing all the cooking. Um, no, we're sharing the cooking quite a lot. Yeah. Um, but I did it today because there's only one, and uh, it seemed easy enough to do. Mark's yeah. quite um, what's the word for? Like not fussy. Not fussy. Yeah. <laughs> it's more than one word, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Mark's easy to cater for. He's he, he he doesn't mind. It's it's got to be sort of for traditional sort of stuff. Um, Meat and two veg. He has. Uh, he usually has his fish and chips on a Friday night. That's been really popular. We did loads of uh, mm. takeaway meal Friday night. I think people are treating us as a treat. Yeah. Uh, we did as many fish and chips on Friday as we did a whole of January. So. Blimey. Do you think? Um, do you think the the new things you've done, like the takeaway meals and the shopping trips and stuff, do you think that will be enough to? You know, is it financially? Is it a good boost to the business? Well, the main thing is we're not we're not, we're saving on things like having the lights on and heating. Um, right. they're quite expensive to run in the cellars. Um, we've still got some of the freezers going because obviously we're we're doing preparing food, so they're still running. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, we haven't got as much staff. Um, 
we had two girls that worked for us waitressing. They both packed up uh, right. temporarily. Um, we had a cleaner that used to do quite a lot. She's not doing so much now. So mm. it's only me, really, me and Nick that are really doing a lot. Um, as for Danny, the Nicky's daughter, she used to work for us cooking in the evenings. But just before this happened, she took up a new position as a uh, mobile carer. So she's actually working harder now <laughs> than uh, she ever has. And she's really yeah. busy. So she's, she's passed all of probation on that. So she's doing really well. Oh, that's good. Um, I feel, I feel Jake is probably one of the ones hit most because he's not going to Lincoln College, so he's not travelling to, to so much. Um, and um, I think he enjoyed making all his friends. He's quite gregarious. Yeah. Um, was there as well. So um, I think he's finding it really, really hard. And, yeah. um, and you see, because we haven't got the money coming in, and there isn't so much room to do. He's not getting so much money off us as well. So yeah, so it's really tricky for him. And and it's his birthday today. He's twenty this year today. Um, so he's it, it's all different. In part of a party, we're just going to have a few drinks with a fam, family that's living here. Yeah, um, in the garden tonight. Um, I'll tell you, some of the deliveries are really funny. Right. Um, it's obviously I'm carrying around hot food in the car, so it's really hot, yeah. and um, and really smells really nice. <laughs> and um, and you drive down to people's houses, and what I tend to do now is find out the best way is just to pick when you get to the house. So it's a bit like, um, I suppose the ice cream man, isn't it? <laughs> down to get people's attention, and then you yeah. leave the food. I've had. I have to leave some of the food because she's so worried about um, catching the virus. I think she's quite vulnerable, one of the ladies. Mm. I have to leave it on her hedge, balanced on the hedge, right. um, so that she can come and collect it. She's going to be Friday night in Craig Enderby. Is there not a, a, a less, I don't know, a, a more stable place you could put it? Well, that was, a, that was where, that, that, that's the place where she feels happiest because it's not on a actually inside her property right but it does feel like i did a a meal for her husband on a on a plate we have Mm. little hoods that go over them to keep it warm and it felt a bit tricky balancing that on the head um but she's ever so worried about catching the virus so you've got to try and cater for people's needs don't you yeah carry it into the kitchen and leave it on the side in a box yeah yeah, it seems a bit like there's a sort of a like a, like a, 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 a what do they call it the Dunkirk spirit thing, isn't it? With, yeah, I mean, a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a wartime thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, a bit of a wartime thing where you sort of like uh, we'll just take it on and carry on, and yeah, it'll be okay. But so it's, each each week we deliver to more and more people, um, yeah. so. We've got something to do each day, and it's a, I think well, what we're doing is keeping the lights going. You know, it's still, um, and it's sort of, it's, it's interesting because even even like Nick who can't get out, she's she's still answering the phone and talking to people. They enjoy it, and mm. um, it, it passes the time, doesn't it? And um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's such a big change, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'd mainly be on the bar, and um, 
you know, you've got a lot of people coming in to uh, see what you're doing and have a chat mm -hmm. with everybody. Uh, it's, it's not just the drink. It's the social side of it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's such a big, big thing, uh, to, you know, to have that set, taken away from people, isn't it? When, yeah. You know, the, well, I guess that's yeah. what, what you said about the social thing. Is that it, I think country pubs are important for that, really, aren't they? As a, an area yeah. where people can go and chat to other people. So it probably is yeah. a shame for people can't do that in the minute. But yeah. they catch up with what's going on, don't you? Yeah. Well, the, the local sort of news, sort of, um, you know, the rumours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, find out what everybody's been up to. Because um, there must be some people in the village, you know, I guess like Mike Bourne or someone, that you do feel quite isolated, especially yeah. with all this happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's quite lonely anyway, and him coming down to the pub was was a good way of him, um, you know, getting some social life, you know. Yeah. So I think he's missing it a lot. So he used to come into the pub and and he'd, he'd, meet, he'd meet people, talk to anybody in the, that was coming in, and he would play them a few tunes on the piano. We, we didn't always recognise what he was playing, but he used to actually like to do. And then yeah. he would um, have something to eat, so that, that's a good thing as well. And then um, so the next thing is he's, he's uh, uh, yeah, told he's not allowed out, you know, so... Yeah, uh, and, and and when we visit him, he, he really what he, he he gets his um, piano recording out is a little one. Mm. He, he, on a Friday, he serenades me. Piano <laughs> 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 uh, recording. I'll have yeah. to get you. I'll have to get him to do the video a little bit of him playing. <laughs> we've already Barry, haven't we? Yeah, that'd yeah. Be good. I think, because um, I was thinking about uh, a lot of pubs were closing down before all of this. Do you think yeah. the like, industry is going to be able to bounce back okay? I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's, it's obviously, it's a unique situation, isn't it? Because everyone's, everyone's having their own financial problems at the same time, aren't they? But there are particular places like pubs that we're sort of struggling anyway. And yeah, they're going to need extra help afterwards, I think. And yeah, yeah, I think they will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a massive thing, isn't it? Yeah. Do you, because, think, do you feel confident that they're going to be, be able to help you out, like the government be able to help you through it? Um. Well, so I don't know because it, the the, the I'm quite impressed with what they've done. Um, yeah. It's whether it, it, how long it takes for it to come through, isn't it? That's the, yeah. It's it's going to be tricky, isn't it? It's that 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 yeah. The village pub is it a dying thing anyway? It's mm. what I noticed was most of the people that would come to the pub are people that. 
are uh, getting older, so the youngsters are coming out of the pub. The pub's uh, an old-fashioned sort of thing, I suppose. Anyway, isn't it? Uh, yeah. But then, like you've like we've kind of said, like I think there is quite a need for them, isn't there? And you know, it's not just. Well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe this happening will make people realise what they're missing. Yeah. Yeah, because it seems you, you can't have the option to go somewhere. It might, yeah, make people realise what right. they've had. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You've had quite a good response, though, haven't you? Because I've seen a few people on Facebook, I think, replying to something, and, and they everyone seems to be quite happy with what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, definitely have no complaints. <laughs> um. So that was the first of these interviews in this sort of mini podcast series I'm doing. In the next few weeks, I'm hoping to speak to some other people who are going through interesting situations during this lockdown, try and find out how it's affecting them and how they're responding to it. But that was the first episode of my dad and I think it was quite interesting hearing his viewpoint as someone who was running a country pub and, you know, finding out the troubles they're going through but also how he's managed to kind of successfully adapt his business really quickly. I'm quite proud of what he's managed to achieve in such a short amount of time. So thank you for that, Dad, Richard Stogdale, <laughs> and everyone else at the My Heart Inn, you know, my stepmom and uh, my siblings. Thank you for listening to the Two Metres Apart podcast. I'll see you next time.